Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever time it is, wherever you are. Welcome to Living Truthfully, the podcast with me, Amani Maranga. Okwaje, how are you feeling? Um, how are you guys holding up? I know I don't do this as often as I should. Lakini simu najua nilihama ocha. So, ocha kuna nga story mo, ocha kuna... Uh, stories I'm tattoo labda tawapatia one or two with time going by lakini anyway let me know how you're doing i want to hear what's going on with you so hit me up on social media at manimaranga.com and let me know what's good now <coughs> um with me today i have actually my uncle uh i'll introduce him in a bit but uh what i need to tell you is that in my life i've been very fortunate to have people that I considered cool uncles you know I've been very fortunate to have people that were um, people you could look up to for one reason or another sometimes it was you know they're just proper role models other people were just well dressed other people could sing better or could sing well this one had the looks he had the vibe he had the haircut he had he had it all the height the body yani he uh, Uncle Kamande was the coolest cat we, we knew. And at the point when I, when, when, when sort of he came into my radar as a kid, he was working at an airport. He was working here and, and he was a guy you saw in sunglasses, in a white shirt, walkie-talkie, you know, uh, walking around the airport looking important. And I was like, what? I want to be this guy. Well, I also wanted to be a pilot. I also wanted to be a doctor. So, you know, whatever. Um... <coughs> But recently, our paths have crossed again. He had moved out of the country and went to work uh, down south. And our paths have crossed again. And, you know, I'm very grateful to have the opportunity to have a conversation with him. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you would, with me, please welcome Uncle Kamandi. The way people say life begins at 40, mm-hmm. after it will end. But when I was at 60, I shared quite a lot mm-hmm. with people. I was like, ah, Kumbi life is at 60, so bad. Yeah. And you look, I mean, full of life. Uh, I've had such a good time hanging with you for the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so first, let, let me start by asking today, mm-hmm. how are you doing today? I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, hasn't been easy in so many ways, mm. but uh, you put your head up, mm. put your head above the water, yeah, and you move on. And every day is a new day, that's true. And, and yeah. my, one of my brothers, Baraka, whom you met mm. uh, just the other day, usually says, Every day above the ground is a good day, perfect, you know. Yeah. Every day above mm. the ground is a good yeah. day. Thank you for the coffee, by the way. Karibu. Um, my my my. Maybe just a follow-up question to what you said. You, you've said it, it hasn't been easy. Why do you say that? Um, I'm looking at the last, mostly last year. 
um, <clears throat> which, which most of the people, would, the ones who are close to the family would know we lost uh, three family members in a row, mm. you know, in the peak of the pandemic. Mm. You're told your brother is gone and you can't attend a funeral. It's, it's not the easiest thing at mm. all. I remember that day very, very well when I got uh, the WhatsApp messages that the funeral is over. It was my hardest day. And I just collapsed, broke down. Mm. But uh, I had somebody who just, I, I told him what I'm going through. And mm. uh, he called me as a pastor down in South Africa, mm. who's also Moller's family, because uh, my nephew married in, the, in his family. Mm. And he spent time with me on the phone, and that really helped. Mm. <clears throat> and, I, and I relate the same, my sister in the U.S., not to be able to come for the funerals. So that hit me hard, because I had just spoken to my brother like on a, on a Tuesday. Mm. We shared a lot. I told him I'm retiring, I'm coming over, we'll do stuff together, you know, and... Um, <clears throat> For about, I still remember, I, I, I treasure them like 17 minutes of, of my life, with, you know, my, my call with him, mm. which was also very good. And uh, come Thursday, my brother Kamau got in touch with me, told him, no, something's not right. I called home, and uh, later there was a, a gap of about three to four hours when uh, Kamau called me with a very, very, very down voice and he mm. told me look GK is gone so yeah that was I'm sorry man. and that was in May I have such fond mm. memories of him I yeah. don't know if you remember that I, I, I did part of my life in Akuru yes yes and he lived in Akuru he used to I think he worked for every day mm. was it but yeah, then we yeah, yeah. covered, which was mm. right, right there and mm. he I was carried in the boot of his car many times. <laughs> <laughs> at least I carried you in a 504. Uh, at least you carried me at the back of a 504. You know, you didn't put me in the boot, but he, he had this, I can't remember what car it was, but it was a hatchback. Ah, uh, okay. And uh, if he was like, traveling with his family and my, mm. my folks would be, if we were in the same car yeah. together, <clears throat> the only place the kids could be was in the boot. So my memory of him, mm. him carrying me in the boot, you know, um, mm. but but al always towards a good time. Yeah, you know? and and I know that that was a that was a blow for mm. me as well. I remember growing up in Tanzania. Mm. I looked up to him in everything he did. Mm. You know, one funny thing, and probably people will laugh. Mm. My parents couldn't afford shoes. Oh and, wow! And we were, we were we were in a seminary in Arusha. Mm. First day, my dad bought shoes for my big brother. You know, there you'd follow a car. Yeah. <laughs> wow. He was going to school? He was preparing to join uh, Nyeri Baptist because mm, mm. he left us in Tanzania. Yeah. So, so that's one, one, one moment I remember. And then when he went to Nyeri Baptist, mm. I would always follow him and check. The way life would change, you know. Yeah. You know, in the cool days of those days, yeah. you know, they had style. They yeah. had ways they would hang around. And later he went to the U.S. And that even was like now 
kule acheza boli alikuwa na afro wire his jaws for quite some time. Wow. <laughs> he was the first Kanye West. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so he loved his soccer. Oh, yeah. Wow. So yeah, and yeah, I will always remember every little moment that we shared. Mm. I never had a chance to visit him in the US, but Ulkwashule, but one thing he did when he came from the US, <clears throat> he kind of changed our mentality towards what music is all about. Mm. Uh he came with a collection of vinyl squeeze on you yeah yeah he had cl- i'd never knew there was classical rock you know such things akajana jazz we were all young and he changed our minds towards mm. music and mm. trust me till today about three or four of us in the family even before we were out of high school we changed our mentality towards music we collect something similar we share what we like and mostly towards jazz and, and history of jazz whether any classic whatever mm. till today yeah, we wow. share a lot of that and from that time pop music fell off my my system completely because we still go on radio but yeah. mm. mm. so squeeze us at two corner choice but now on goja saturday us for the asking mm. <laughs> <laughs> abdul haq i still remember wow to go on for the blog because that's the only time you could get uh so sort of pop music into yeah, whatever yeah. so there was only like a one cast station yeah. hey, of course mm. yeah ah. so those are the memories of how he kind of changed um me and maybe my, my my brothers and my sister towards kind of music to listen to mm. um <clears throat> i keep going back to some of this music that he introduced us to and you know he he, he had a different way of changing people's lives yeah mm. wow well, yeah, I've, I've never had the benefit of an older brother mm-hmm. uh, I'm the first one in my family mm-hmm. and uh, the closest one older brother I had was Mirie my my other, my cousin and mm-hmm. but we just literally about a year apart okay. so we were more you know age mates than we were older brother younger mm. brother relationship and mm. so it, th- there was not much the stuff we were learning we were learning together and so i always wondered to myself you know what's that experience of an older brother like you know it's very good to hear that you know those stories yeah he was very knowledgeable mm. despite his degree in the us but he researched a lot he knew so much you know and uh, he loved landscaping we don't even know why he picked us mm, this this mm, thing from and mm. he, he was able to influence uh, his uh, last born daughter you know mm. carol and uh, she just finished jquat mm. and uh, through our support we can see what she's doing and uh, hopefully she'll extend the dad's uh, midas touch but yeah. whatever she touched it sounds green because that's what the 
the dad did in a lot of places. I think if, if you visit Nakuru, you can see most of his work. Yeah. 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 Mm. He had a lot of uh, <coughs> following in the showgrounds. I don't yeah. know if show, shows still exist. It's not, it, it, it lost its glory, but it does. It still exists. Yeah, he had a lot of work. Mm. But uh, you may study this, but you'll end up doing something else, mm. which, is, which, which is still okay. Yeah. And uh, he loved turning deserts into, into Greenland. If, if, I, if I may say that way. Wow. And we'll remember him that way. But uh, we celebrate his life. Yeah, yeah. But he left us too soon. But uh, we are more looking at his positiveness of what he left behind. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Legacy. Yeah. Mm. Wow. That, thank you for sharing that. Mm. Three losses in a year is tough. It's, 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 it's tough. like three knockouts. It's like three knockouts. And I know mm. one of them was very, very close to you. Yeah. This was... This was dark. I remember at your birthday, I shared and mm. I said, look, I had a very dark July last mm. year, <clears throat> 2020, yeah. to be specific. Um, for what people don't know, my son struggled a lot in life for what he went through mm. in his own ways, because at one point I, I came from South Africa and we spent the weekend together. And he shared a lot with me. I think it could have been 2017 or something like that. And mm. he told me, look, I went through a lot in South Africa. Some things I can't share with you, some I can't. And uh, he even tells me that he was happy when, he took, when I took him out of South Africa, which I didn't know, but he knew. Mm. And he said some of the things would haunt him. Mm. Yeah, he doesn't know how to fix that, he doesn't know how to reverse that. For about eight years, we struggled a lot in uh, what he wanted to do, who he wants to be. And he would have very down moments, you know, mm. which would put him completely off and would, he would turn against me, we would fight and all that. One time he decided to cut off from me <clears throat> for about a year plus. And I gave him space and uh, I had a lot of pressure from my siblings. Look, hey, we need to help this guy. And he said, no, let's give him time. And after close to two years, I just saw a message, you know, sorry, dad, I haven't been myself. I want to apologize for who have been against you and all that. He apologized to his uncle, Kamau, because mm. Kamau was also very much in his life at mm. that particular time, because mm. I'm in South Africa, I needed someone to just keep tap with him. Mm. Um, one thing I, I learned that time is no matter how much he fought me, I would always fight back. Later I realized, why don't I just not fight back and, 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 and not really ignore but accept what he's going through and, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, be there for him. And that's what I did. Mm-hmm. I stopped fighting. Whatever he told me, it bounced off. And eventually that worked. Yeah, we became very, very close. Yeah, we became buddies again, even at his age. And it's not easy. I mean, it's, 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 it's not easy that you're on the phone with your son. And mm-hmm. you know, when you f- finish up a conversation on the phone, you tell him I love you, and he also says, I love you, Dad. And during my birthday, he's always, look, I love you, yeah, mm-hmm. regardless of what you're going through. You're my daddy, and I love you. And that to me was, was heavy, mm. was big. Mm. And I always share with people, 
I don't think I would have had such an opportunity to do that. But he went through a lot. And uh, um, I remember my dates very well. Uh, he sent me a message June, July 12th. Mm. And I'd actually spoken to him about two weeks ago. We were on a video call together with his girlfriend. Mm. I'm like, guys, hey, make up your minds. Mm. I'd like you guys to join me next year in South Africa. I have some work I'm trying to bring up. <clears throat> Prepare yourselves. Okay, pandemic has hit him. Let's see how far it's going to take us, whether you can travel. We had, a, we had a almost half an hour call, you know, because that was Monday and last call that, you know, I was able to chat to him. Mm-hmm. And at Kamali's Avia. So on the 12th, could have been 12th of July, I remember very well. He sent me a message. And those messages I know, each time I would get a message like that, I know he's not, he's not doing well. Mm. So, and it followed with a mixed call. Mm. But he called me on my work line. Mm. So I told him, look, let me go back home and I'll call you on my... <clears throat> proper line mm. um, try to call back he didn't pick for two days I went to the girlfriend so I look could you tell this guy to call me back mm. that's why I missed call so she confirmed that I told him he's gonna call you back I tried again like on a Thursday he didn't call so it was Friday into Saturday early morning of 18th of July that I got a call from the girlfriend that uh, he's gone. So I was able to track back the message that he sent me mm. and, the, and the call that he was, he was trying to call me. Mm. Maybe he wanted to discuss something about that, but uh, the reason for him not to call back, I really don't know. Because in general, anytime he was very down, would always get on. He'd always, I would get on phone with him <clears throat> for hours, you know, telling him, "Look, hey, it's, it's not over, man. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. I want to talk to you." Mm-hmm. <laughs> One critical time I remember very well. This was 2014. I was doing some work in Tunisia. Mm-hmm. So at one point, I didn't look at my phone. I found a lot of messages from my daughter. Mm-hmm. So when I called my daughter, they said, hey, "You need to speak to." Okay, he's not doing very well. So I managed, I tried to call as much as I could. I managed to call to, to get him, like in the evening. Mm. So we spoke a lot. I was flying the next morning into Frankfurt, because that's the only route I could get out of. But I had some work in Frankfurt also. Mm-hmm. We had a project. So I remember I arrived in the morning, I went straight to the project. So... <clears throat> Right in the evening, when we finished the workshop around 5, 6, I told my colleagues, look, I can't join you. I arrived this morning, I'm pretty tired. So I woke up around, what is 7 or 8? And um, <clears throat> so a lot of missed calls again. So I was able to get him on the phone. We chatted for quite some hours. We chatted past midnight. Mm. I told him, look, I'll see you tomorrow morning. I want to call you and hear your voice. And, yeah, I could talk to him the next day, you know. I didn't even care about my phone bills or whatever. Mm. You know, you're not roaming. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
to oh, me that day I had a very, yeah. had a very understanding boss when I explained to him because <clears throat> yeah. I could only use a company line at that particular time. Yeah, then, and um, we went through different scenarios, which a lot of people don't know, neither my family members. So it's mainly my, me and my daughter and a very close friend of his, who's, I took him as my son, it's Bruno. Mm. I think he's known as uh, DJ Slim B. You probably have come across him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's actually, he's, I call it, I, he calls me dad, actually, because he stayed with us for over a year and something in South Africa. Mm. Yeah, and I took him in as my son because he he also played a huge role to 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 help my son as much as possible. So, yeah, just in brief, yeah, 18th of July. So in the middle of pandemic, I didn't know I knew very well I can't make it for this funeral. And when we started family meetings on Zoom, I told guys let's make it as quick as possible because I can't. There's no way I can come home. Um, but it's good to have friends. Mm. I have a very close friend. I don't need to mention names. Mm. And uh, same day, he told me, look, I'm trying to get you home. So just give me these details, A, B, C, D. And uh, that's on a Saturday, mm. same day, because the, the, the news came out in the morning. Mm. So I, <clears throat> when we met in the evening, because we had started Zoom meeting the same evening, yeah. I told him, look, I got a message today. There's a possibility. I'm, no, no, no. The first meeting, I didn't know. Yeah. I had no idea whether I came back home. I even gave him the date. Mm. Yeah. If we can do this at this particular time. But the committee was very nice. I said, look. And then, then now, the next day in the mixed meet meeting, I told him, look, there's a possibility I can, I can come home. <clears throat> uh, so if, if they said, okay, if we, what if, if we move uh, the funeral date to a Saturday? Well, that's what my, the person who was trying to get me a ticket said, if you make it a later date, mm. could work easier. Because yeah. he was also trying to find me a direct flight home but that didn't work. Mm. But uh, there was one by Addis. You know, there are no there are no commercial flights at yeah, that time. Because yeah, completely. Yes. Flying, yeah. yeah. So when all worked out and uh, it was possible for me to come home, so we decided, okay, let's do the funeral on a Saturday. Because the committee said, look, you you your first priority to decide to to determine the date of the funeral. So to go to the I had to go via this. And um, these are United Nations flights. That's mm. how I got out. Mm. <laughs> and in my industry then, because I was still working, yeah. uh, the flight number, <laughs> I still remember, UN 2972. In my industry, when it comes to restricted goods, uh, uh, which we, we move around, mm. each, each item has a number. Mm. <laughs> and uh, the UN 2972 represents something. Yeah. But here I am using on a flight number. So it was, <laughs> I was like, okay. Got into Addis overnight, <clears throat> and um, the next day we got out on it. was a small, I think could have been is it dash dash fifty or something like mm -hmm. that. We only four of us on that flight. Oh. We checked about fifty or sixty people yeah. with the props. Yeah. It was okay. Got home, but the hardest thing is to when the pilot tells you, you know, we are landing. Mm -hmm knowing that you're coming home. 
not to find somebody you always had a chance to meet. Yeah, because anytime I got home, you could probably be the first person. Mm. And, and a few times he picked me up from the airport. And it was not easy because I could, all, I also, I could relate to that. Uh, I did the same thing in 2018, uh, June. <clears throat> I lost a very close friend of mine. I got a call Wednesday morning. I was in Frankfurt at a workshop. Around midday, I got a call that um, my buddy, Pascal Derito, you probably mm. have heard of him. Mm. Your family members do know him. Um, that he passed on. So I confirmed, yes. I was scheduled to fly the same night anyway after, after the workshop. And I was ready. But the minute the, the pilot said we are almost land, 10 minutes to landing, mm. I was gone. It was so hard for me. Because each time I flew out, I would always come back with something for Pascal, mm. you know? Mm. Maybe a drink he loved or something like that. And just to go back, putting my son's story aside, mm. just to bring in Pascal. Um, 2017, I was working in uh, Senegal. Mm. And he was preparing to get married in South Africa. So he told me, look, I got a date from my in-laws, which was like a 9th of, no, 8th or 9th of December. Mm. So you need to be here because <laughs> I was in the lead to, to negotiate Dawari, Mbaum Naita Mahari, South Africa Naita Lobol, Ama Mahadi. Language is still connected. Hi, I'm Kapanga Kazi. Sikon Mawaliza Kazi, Senegal. Because I was there already, th- I was doing three months. Mm. Um, I flew in. <clears throat> I arrived, I think, on either Friday evening or something Saturday I'd already formed a team mm-hmm. to go with we're like three of us to kind of can negotiate like it to Kamalazim Kamalize Monday I left for again back for Senegal mm. so come 2018 also in April mm. hey Pascal tells me look I've got the date for this have this I've date for the second visit <laughs> Where are you? Mm. I was in Dubai. Mm. <laughs> Work. So I had to cut my day short. Told me, okay, I, I wanted to spend a day in Dubai, mm. look around, but I can come home. Kaja home, cannot go on But this time only when the two of us. Mm. We went, we did what's supposed to be done. Yeah. So in the full, that's the same year. Mm-hmm. So we finished the Mahari stories in April. And uh, June 27th, he was gone. Because mm-hmm. we were, they were busy planning for a wedding in September for the family to come. To come. So that's, that's mm-hmm. a, I brought that just to, to, re, to bring the story of mm-hmm. flying in, yeah. coming home yeah. for, for, for to bury your son because you're never going to see him again. This episode of Living Truthfully is brought to you by the generous contribution of listeners like you. If you'd like to contribute to our podcast, as a way of saying thank you, good job, keep going at it, or just a way of buying us coffee. 
please check the details on how you can give your love donation in the show notes of this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave a rating or review. Thank you. And now, back to our story. I brought that just to, to, read, to bring the story of flying yeah, in, yeah, coming home yeah. for, 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 to bury your son because you're never going to see him again. I played strong, but in between, you know, things would always hit you. Yeah, and that's how I got into the country, I think on a Thursday. <clears throat> My brother Kamau was very supportive. Spent a lot of time with him when I arrived. Mm. Did the funeral, and that time, self-quarantine was a must. Yeah. So I could not move around a lot. Mm. Um, but I spent a lot of time with Kamau mainly. Mm. He, he was always there for me, and I'll never forget that. So, siblings, don't let go, stay together. Because yeah, you yeah. don't know when you need each other. It's true, man. Because mm. Kamau, he saw more than me. Because mm. he made sure he, him and his wife, Masi, and their son, Iribai, I owe them so much. They stood in for me that particular morning on the 18th of mm. July. Mm. They made everything was the way it should be and all that, and all the formalities. So... Yeah, I spent a lot of time come out after the funeral and all that and still in quarantine I was able to visit people. Same and then after a week I had to start working. Remember I was still working, mm -hmm. so my boss was very understanding. The good thing I'd shared with him my situation with my son much earlier. So, mm -hmm. so when I told him he understood. So I started working and my kind of work I was handing over because mm. July was my last month with the company last year. So I did my handovers in Nairobi yeah. <laughs> via uh, Zoom or whatever system we're using in. There's some I couldn't finish because I still had to wind up with the company. So I'll probably uh, finish winding up with the company about September, somewhere around there. So that was number two. Mm -hmm. And it was not easy also for the families here in Kenya, my family in Kenya having to do another funeral. And I remember during my brother's funeral, you lost a uh, grandfather. Mm. Yeah, and Ngomba was on board very much with us because that time you could not move between counties. Yeah. So yes. he did a lot of work for us. Oh, I don't even know how to thank him as a family. It was also easy for him to come mm. to my, my mm. parents' place yes. and all that. Yeah, and then when I bought about uh, uh, I, uh, your grandfather, who I also knew. Mm. It was not easy, was and and I think from a joining in one of your Zoom sessions, yes, yeah, yes, yes, mm -hmm. yes. and yeah, that was two number two, yeah, yeah. Man, I have so, I have so many questions, um, <laughs> but I feel free. I, I, I think the question <clears throat> I want to understand, and and let me tell you that I think this is very appropriate to discuss now, mm -hmm. and I'll tell you why because. I think in some ways, um, you know, I'm not trying to trivialize the grief that you're going through, but you, you've gone a year ahead of a lot of my friends mm -hmm. who've lost, I mean, I have a friend who's lost her dad this week, I have a friend who lost a mother-in-law last week, 
Mm. My timeline on Facebook and mm. Instagram is just full of people who've passed on. Passed on. You know, mm. it's, it's incredible. When and I had COVID this year mm. in March, in, and I shared this on the pod. I lost five friends in three weeks. Mm. You know, not 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 people I knew, friends. Mm. You know, um, and in a sense, I, I think sometimes we we benefit <coughs> when we process grief together. Oh, yes. You know, oh, when, yes, when, yeah. people, mm. when you hear people's stories, then mm. you're able to put words to your own emotion. And 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 so I, I think also just as as you as you share, I think the opportunity is also for people like me who've not been able to process some of the grief mm-hmm. and probably a lot of people who listen who are going through the same I think the quest, the first question I want to ask you is um, what are you thinking in the flight as you're coming? I mean, you know, uh, you've talked about the landing the last 10 minutes, but all through this, this uh, maybe five hours to add this, I don't know how long it was, five, six hours to add this from South Africa. Uh, uh, it's, it's about, yeah, around five. Because <coughs> you leave yeah. in the afternoon. You're there by eight in the evening. And then another two hours <coughs> from Addis to here. What are, what are you thinking? What's going through your mind? What? what? What I did, and first thing which I had to put forward is my spirituality, mm. my relationship with God. Forget it being religious, but. I chose what I would like to listen to. Mm. And um, there's some specific songs in uh, praise and worship that mm. become very strong and mm. give me strength. That's what I, um, I made sort of a playlist mm. which I listened from Joe back to Addis mm. and Addis to Nairobi. That was very uplifting for me because if I don't go that route, yeah. it's going to be very hard. And mm. asking God a lot of questions. And uh, I don't know. I look. I look ahead at times and see things might happen at a later time. And all along, I knew one day I'll get a call about my son. That is normal, and it happened. It's something I'd seen, which is not something that you think like that, because of the very uh, most of the situations we had before. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I never thought to to happen because we had amazing three years together mm. and I didn't know whether it was just a way of saying goodbye mm. so on the flight I'd go through a lot uh, asking myself a lot of questions and what if I'd picked up the call what if he had picked up my call what would we be discussing what would he have said look that yeah it's goodbye or something like that and and I had to hold myself together one, because of my daughter mm. and the grandkids, because I knew if, if I'm not strong enough, Jerry has help will probably collapse mm. and not be able to do anything. So I was also on the phone very much with her, because mm. it was not easy for her at, mm. All, mm. at all, at all, So the flights are not easy, but I kept my head up and be bold enough to face what I'm coming down to find. Mm. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I can't. You know, as a parent, I can't imagine. Mm. Um, like you said, just even just uh, the moments when he's troubled and you 
and imagine that one day you might receive a call you don't want to receive mm-hmm. uh, and then it finally happens like yes. I, i can't i can't imagine either of those scenarios in my head right now you met my kids the other day yes yeah um i, I can't imagine that that can't be easy and i just want to <coughs> say I'm, i'm sorry man i know we spoke around the mm. time soon after yeah we know. did yeah um mm. one moment that you remember is mm. like i told you the the self quarantine was a must mm. i would spend the whole day with my brother but as soon as he like drops me at the apartment i, c- I could not sleep mm. i'm alone it's a very nice environment but still mm. something is lacking you know i would stay up go through social media and that's why i found you mm. live <laughs> <laughs> i was on facebook that mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. yeah which i'm no longer in um I said, hey, somebody here, let me just say hello. And it's strange, we started chatting, mm. you know, and it said, hey, look, let's get out of Messenger and go mm. to WhatsApp. WhatsApp yeah. We went to WhatsApp, and I think we might have called each other. Yeah, I think started talking. Yeah. It helped me because we chatted pretty long, and I remember, I think we were going to, we were like ending like five in the morning. Mm. And I, I slept well after that. I was able to face the next day and this was already after the funeral yeah yeah so somehow and then during my stay in the area we met again, met again yeah. that when you told me yeah, yeah you are actually planning to come to the coast that, yes. that following week or yeah. the same weekend yeah. Yeah, I was coming to see my dad yeah mm, so I still remember that and the reason why people cross their paths <laughs> don't know because I remember you as a young boy mm. and uh, here you are we can talk like this and I followed you when you worked a lot with my brother Levy yeah. I still remember mm-hmm. when he, he one in, in his profile yeah. he had your logo yeah. 360 and, and, degrees and that logo man it made me money <laughs> <laughs> it made me a lot of money I still remember uh, so, so that, that's a connection but uh, I must say it's not easy it's a journey that I'm prepared for mm. it may take a short time or a longer time but uh, but I think more on the positive side of life mm. um, I don't know what I shared with you his uh, online memorial service was huge mm. Mm. and I thank my brother-in-law Muli because he he opened up enough rooms for people to church mm-hmm. I think it was like 400 on on wow. zoom wow. and it was connected to Facebook which was over a thousand plus wow. I never thought that in such a short time that my son had impacted a lot of people you know and if he had testimonies of so the young people who who knew him like this guy changed my life he brought me from this to this wow. and he was he interacted with celebrities which i didn't even know uh you turn on a video like stuff like your saudi soul you mm. watch a video what is this guy doing there you know yeah. uh at one time he loved fashion and mm. i think he did some fashion work for some people and all that. but going back to his memorial service which i was able to join mm. as soon as i landed mm. and i thanked everybody who was on board or watching because was worldwide mm. yes when they, he met people from all over so they all tuned in mm. it was very heavy for a lot of them very heavy and most of them also celebrated his life 
but uh, maybe there was a reason why God gave me that short time and impact a lot of people. To me, that helps me a lot. I always say, he, he lived this time. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he lived this time. Mm. When even Jesus was just three years of impact. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, you his know? ministry was yeah, the shortest. Just three years. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And then soon after that, your dad. My dad, I think we were we were ready. Mm. In fact, we thought we'd probably go before any of us. Mm. And I think he saw. He could not talk, but he probably he was always he saw two graves in his yard. Wow. And it's very strange for my dad. He called us much earlier when he was able to talk and think properly. Mm-hmm. Say, look, this is me. I don't have a lot of time, and you guys should know that. And him being a believer and a reverend, death was nothing to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, what people don't know, he was also a clinical psychologist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did the, his studies in uh, Moshi, mm-hmm. six to eight months. And uh, after he retired from the pulpit, he used to do counseling at Kenyatta Hospital. Mm. And uh, he used to counsel people who have no hope, mm. who the doctors mm. would tell you, this person is not going to recover. Yeah. And you'd counsel and prepare them for, for their departure. Mm. You know, and he did that. He loved doing that. Mm. So come his last days or last years, he also prepared us, mm. you know. And he said, look, let's have this. This is what's going to happen. It should happen. This is the person responsible for mm. my, my absence. Mm. And because he he prepared, he had already indicated to us that he's not afraid of dying. Mm. He's done his time. Mm. So that kept us kept us uh, ready for, for, for his time. And he said, look, when my time comes, I want a BCD. Mm. <laughs> so he took my older brother because they were so we were in a lockdown together, yeah. even previous. I mean, he, he, anytime he was free from mm. Nakuru or his work, he would always go back to my yeah. parents' yeah. place, spend time with them. And they were, what happened during the lockdown, the lockdown found him at home with mm-hmm. them. So it was very, very helpful for us because mm-hmm. my dad needed help in so many ways. So they were friends, you know, despite whatever might have happened earlier, but uh, they grew friends, but he would always mm-hmm. update us mm-hmm. and all that. So he had prepared, I said, and he showed my elder brother, look, if I would like to rest here, mm. when he was able to walk, mm. showed us the ground. So we, we told so we told my brother, then can you, because he's a landscaper, mm. just prepare the ground, mm. the way, the way them there once. Yeah. <laughs> Only to know he was the first one to be laid in that ground. So he also would say, look, Mze said, look, I'm going to sleep. Mm. Don't bother about expensive suits, mm. pairs of shoes. No, I don't need that. Mm. I'm going to sleep. Find me a pair of PJs. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> During the meeting, I yeah. think we sent uh, Levi and Marcy, Kamal's mm. wife, to mm. go by. And they went to Woolworths for a nice pair of PJs, a nice pillow, and a nice cover. Wow. And that's how we laid him exactly the way he wanted, you know. And that's strange, his funeral, we couldn't do much because 
he pastored a lot he taught a lot of people mm. in the seminary and all that mm. and they took over yeah running his program mm. cuz he mentored a lot yeah. in his years in the ministry mm. from Tanzania to into Kenya mm. into his retirement yeah. um they took over and they did everything up to the grave side yeah Mm. and that's the work he had already done for himself mm. yeah you know, you know there's there's a kikuyu way of, of of saying that you know good people bury themselves um i, I don't know if it's just kikuyu it's probably an african saying you know mm. and uh, i remember attending a dad's uh, service at Regis Regis yes <coughs> um that was that sentiment you know mm. just you, you know that everything that is needed is already done and you have such competent people around you know you have people who can move the nation for him mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um and I, i was in a way inspired by him um, i i ended up you know i think that was uh, september was it september or october october mm-hmm. um when in december i buried a friend as well mm-hmm. very close friend of mine mm-hmm. And I remember like your dad, just people rallied around him, you know. I chaired the committee of his burial, but I barely lifted a finger, you know. Uh, good people yeah. burying themselves. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That, that's been a heavy year. Yeah, that's my dad. What you said, uh, saying in Kikuyu, there's also one says, uh, you bury yourself in your life. life yeah yeah and it's determined by the number of people who attend your funeral in fact for my dad we were lucky that there was covid mm. oh, yeah that would have been oh. a thousand plus oh yeah, oh. yeah he, he did so much in his ministry days yeah and yeah that was my father um <laughs> i used to make fun of him when He used to complain about his legs mm. you know before he went on a wheelchair now tell him that you know because you're like this because you know was played 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 sports with us mm. <laughs> <laughs> i remember one time in seminary because mm-hmm. my brother's crazy about soccer mm. so uh and the seminary in arusha had amazing facilities mm. yeah so they went on the ground on a soccer pitch with my <laughs> with my dad mm. My dad kicked the ball and never came back. <laughs> I think one of these big toes. Wow. Had a problem. Wow. He never came back again. That's the last time I saw my dad kicking a ball. Wow, that's funny. Mm-hmm. And he was very supportive and I was very active in mm-hmm. basketball in school. Mm-hmm. During my high school days I made it to the high school team and mm-hmm. I remember one time we were traveling from sorry, I went to Mombasa Baptist mm-hmm. for those who may want to know. And uh, Mombasa Baptist were known for for basketball basketball even today. Yeah. Um I would would have trips to uh every year. Yeah. We'll get an invitation. There's always a every inter- invitation tournament mm. and would always go. So in between would stop. I remember one time we were were to play at Charimori Baptist mm. on our way. And I told my parents that I'll be there. But there was a delay we could we didn't we came yeah. a day after yeah. oh wow <laughs> and they had trouble away from Mbakasi to come to show me watch yeah. yeah to come and watch me play yeah, yeah. so it never happened you know but i remember very well in terms of sports 
yeah, he he never had a chance to see me or play. I still play basketball today just for fun. And I find that very impressive. Mm-hmm. I played some last night for about two hours yeah, here in Ukunda. Yeah. I, I loved it. So I, because basketball, others, rather than sports, it doesn't matter whether I know you or not. Mm-hmm. The boys I found yesterday, I only knew one boy the day before, 16-year-old, mm-hmm. but they are the older ones. Yeah. Uh, yesterday they came by. I, I just need to tell you my name. And the next thing you need to know how I, how I play mm, and how it. you play, and yeah. that's it. That's it. Yeah. And you, 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 the, you, the game creates a level yes, of playing field. Yes. Too, and yeah. I did that yesterday. Chatted a bit. I told them I come back today, but you know, fifty-fifty. So I played basketball uh, all, almost all my life. Mm. I had taken a gap, and then um, when I moved from uh, Pretoria to mm. Kempton Park. Mm. I had I looked for a place to play. I remember my son and his friend Bruno. Hey, there's some coats we can show you. So I found one coat. Some guys will play on Sundays, and then then I started showing up, playing up with them. And they had formed a team. They look, we're looking for leadership or coach. Are you able to come on board? I played hard to get for quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, I accepted, mm. and uh, we joined. Uh, uh, a local league of our district, but for about a year, they had they had played a year before. So I went to the second season. And then I told we, re- we realized this is not the place where this team should be. Mm. So 20, 2019, we decided to join a different league, mm. pretty expensive but more organized, mm. and that's where my team is even now. I think the, we have a game maybe in the next one hour, and even be me being here in in, in Kenya at the moment. You know, we're st- I I'm still running things that still listening to me. What need to be done? It's I, I normally say it's giving back mm. to the community. Mm. There are a lot of young people there. We mentor, mm. and I like that. And we formed a family. When one is down, we sit down together mm. and help each other out. And that's not gonna stop. <laughs> not now. <laughs> no, I, yeah. you, you talk about basketball with such passion. Mm. Um, and and I want to talk about that for a little bit, not just basketball, but passion. You know, yeah. just mm-hmm. uh, you've you've had a career in aviation for the longest time, and you're one of the people who have just sustained, <laughs> you know, one, you know, environment. one one environment, you know, mm-hmm. um, and and you're passionate about it. You know, you I, I think you've retired from formal employment now. Out to Canal retirement, uh, South Africa is. 55 and above, you can okay. take a retirement, then mm. retirement age is 65. Oh, wow. So you took an early retirement. Yep. But tell me, what, I don't know, did, were you able to balance career and family well? Did one suffer? Did, I mean, travel in a, in a place, in a, in, a, in, a, in a job that you traveled so much, um, you know, you're not able to, in a sense, put down roots. Mm. Um, <clears throat> what, what does that do for your perspective on family? I guess the timing. Remember when I went to South Africa, I was already divorced. Mm. But my kids were in Kenya. Mm. I laid some terms because mm. they asked me. Mm. I did not ask for move to mm. South Africa. Mm. And I told them, look, uh, my kids are this age and I just can't cut off. No, we'll help you get home mm. maybe after every two months. Mm. <clears throat> I said, fine, that's okay. So 
I could attend school events. Mm. Yeah, I would arrange, you know, they would send me information earlier, mm. come to the school, the all in one school, mm. actually they're, they're, they're all in a boarding school. Mm. So that helped. And um, I would visit when I can. And then also school holidays, mm. mostly December holidays. Mm. They were, and that I had already moved to Cape Town. Mm -hmm. So they would come and spend time with me. Um, so it was only slightly difficult, but I had help when mm -hmm. they moved to South Africa mm -hmm. after the loss of their mom. Um, I was in Cape Town then. Mm -hmm. They came and joined me. I didn't travel much, because I told my boss I really can't. Mm -hmm. So the farthest I would go was Joe back and mm -hmm. back yeah. for meetings. Yeah. And I think I only did that once. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But my boss was also very understanding because they had just come into my life. We need to spend time. Mm -hmm. And I could not very Congo very far. But they were very independent. Mm -hmm. So, so older, I, yeah. I had a neighbor, or rather, or rather the lady who connected me to the owner of the, of the, of the, of the house. Mm -hmm. she, she also offered to help. Wow, she would good. take them to school, mm -hmm. make sure they've shopped. And Jerry was very elderly. Mm -hmm. I would stay on the phone with them. They would cook, pick up them. That's, it only happened once when I we were in, uh, in uh, South Cape Town. Mm. When we moved to Pretoria, I had no, the Moolies, mm. so mm. it worked pretty well. It's later when they grew up and left South Africa, yeah. and it was yeah. not a problem. And, and, that, and I guess when, when children grow up, mm. they, they grow up. They, yeah. they, we, we parent kids to mm. give them independence, you know? Mm. But then, guy to guy, then the question for me is... Um, how do you figure out, you know, your, whether you want to get married again, whether you want to get into a relationship, a long-term relationship? Does it help that you're still, you know, at that time, still moving around? Did, did you have the same trouble? I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get into one, but I keep feeling like I'm not able to. Hey, bro, that's deep, man. <laughs> I don't know. I've, you know that that the thing people say, once beaten, mm, twice, twice shy. I don't think I relate to that. I had a few relationships mm. that they probably come to an end when they had to. Mm. Um, I can't talk about marriage because mm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still an an open mm. option. Um, it's, I would ask myself, do I want to do it, do I want to go back, to whatever, but it's somewhere. And only, I always tell people, hey, Mandela got married at 75. Mm, you did, that's true. <laughs> I tell myself, Jonjo got married at 55, I think, yes. so it, you know, it was time. So that's why I put it there, mm. just to make it short. Let's see. If God gives me 75, who knows? Mm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, Mandela to look up to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not an easy answer to quest, uh, a question to answer. No, so I, 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 I'm, I'm just, just I'm, yeah, I'm looking life. for wisdom, man. Uh, uh, okay, <laughs> uh, I hope on a record. See, yeah, you get it. I'm check notes, but die. <laughs> I'm looking for wisdom. <laughs> Because I miss Kiswahili. Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, my connection to the language, mm. both Kikui and Kiswahili, mm. was Pascal. 
mm. my mad friend. Mm. Uh, if we went somewhere with Pascal and people don't know him, I would introduce him and apologize in advance to the people. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> might come out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he was full of life. Wow. So I would, would always chatting mm. Mm. Our WhatsApp all in Swahili. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. Mm. And we kept it that way. Like so it. that's why now, and I'm glad I'm in the coast. Mm. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, I'm we can mix both. Is that okay for you? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I take my while I like any. What of Kalimani? But to keep to keep up my my, my shang, I, I watch YouTube. <laughs> oh yeah, no shang shang has it's, it's changed it's so gross. much, man. But but then what people don't know, shang cannot be the same in every area of the city. Mm. I remember when when we used to live in Abakasi. Mm. Um. That's the only place called Kwagorofani. Mm. And the church mm. was next to that. Mm. So we got to know each other very well. Mm. And we created our own language, our own Sheng. Mm. Why? Because with our borders. Yeah. Yeah. Now we had our own team, mm. ya soccer pia. Tungiongea, tunongea juu yako, lakini unabari. Ujui. Ukopali, manaki wishi na sisi. Yeah. Like we had our own shang, yeah. kila kitu. Yeah. Mm. And that's what uh, probably a lot of people do know today. So, um, I like keeping up with what's going on in the country, social media. Mm. I, I listen to even stupid video, uh, YouTube mm. posts. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's... it's Mm-hmm. It it keeps it keeps you in touch, keeps us in touch. Even for mm-hmm. me, I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's how you learn what's happening. Oh yes, in the culture. And mm-hmm. I, I think the question that follows for me is, mm-hmm. um, having gone through so much life, and gone gone through so much in life, you know. So there's life in terms of just all the experiences that you've had, whether it's by work or by choice, by, mm. you know, the, the decisions that you made, just mm. or the environment that you found yourself in. And then there's the things that happened mm. to you. So having gone through so much life and so much in life and looking ahead and saying, you know, God could easily give you another 40 years, you know. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, I'll buy him an ice cream. No, I'm <laughs> I mean, how do you keep that sense of aliveness in you? You know, how do you You've talked about having a positive mind, but how do you, you know, that vitality, that zest for living, that aliveness, how do you keep that aliveness in you? I think for, for a very long time, I took the word worry out of my life. Nothing mm. worries me. If I'm, even if I'm in the um, last 20 shillings, mm. it never used to worry me a lot. Mm. But people around me would start panicking, oh, are these only... Mm. So what would you going to do? Hey, kiende menda. Menda. Okinunuwagi osoda. And because of having gone through a lot, I was like, why should I worry? Mm. You know? Because you worry so much. What's going to happen tomorrow? Mm. It's not your time. Mm. And I've got into trouble because of not worrying. Mm. You know? Take the situation as it is. And you know, as soon as you panic, you're not going to handle it. Mm. Mm. I tell people, why are you panicking? If you panic, are you going to be able to sort out that issue that you have? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
I've had practical examples. Mm. I remember one time, <laughs> um, I was still learning how to drive. In those days, we used to use company cars. Mm. They had sent me to go get something. Mm. On my way to the airport, I think I lost focus. Mm. And I was, mm. It was a nice Toyota. Nearly saw around about in the Eh? Eh? Nikajua niki panic. Sitapata solution. Bas. I look crazy. Mm. <laughs> I look at enjoy yana because yeah, yeah. most of the buddies they used to get drunk. They end up on top of the roundabout. Yeah, yeah. I don't know whether you know the the, the old setup. Kabla ubalisha barabara. Suno na pa mejenga kamol. Kamol apo outering. Sulo roundabout na pele kaul de apo. Malis malikuna Taj Mahal sa i. Na kumbuka na kumbuka na kumbuka. And the next roundabout in Yakupeleka Cargo in the if I start worrying nitaenda pale. I found a solution right away. Boom. I was able to avoid okay touch Karibu. I got out of that. Another one which a lot of people don't know. But that was life threatening. Mm. I just joined for one. I was a Baptist. Mm-hmm. For the first month, school not even in January. So we shall form friends at Akaraka. Mm-hmm. Although I knew one or two guys yeah. before mm-hmm. who grew up together. Mm-hmm. And one of them grew up together in Tanzania in the mm-hmm. seminary and they're also joining the school. Mm-hmm. So um, Mombasa is known for Zambarao. Nazijua? There's a season for Zambarao. Mm. They're purple, very nice. Mm. Like a berry, but they have a seed inside. Mm. Beautiful. Mm. Mm. I know them. Mm. Mm. So, sir, me and my buddies, mm. some Kambao Evans, because mm. <laughs> you had to Zambarao mm. after school. Mm. And the school had a lot of trees. Yeah. So, I climb. Zambarao to watch Jamaok, which is a basketball. So, I was interested in basketball. And then there was a tree which was out of the school. Mm. We'd always go climb. Mm. Nasikia finally climb peke yangu kama tulikuwa naye. Sasa jua Zambarao mtu ufuata zile ziko karibu na mwisho mwisho mtu. And miti ya Zambarao branches zake za zingine were very soft. Sasa nimepanda kule juu na zifuata nikasikia kak branch ime crack. Chini kuna waya tatu za stima chini yangu. Sasa ndajiambia na even that time I'm coming down. Yeah. I will hold the last one. Mm release myself rather than yangu yeah, yeah. the last estima ya tatu nishike yangu kechukule chini something told me ah hapo utakuwa nyama choma i don't know why i don't know i was able to hold another branch i went to the main stem kakanyaga chini the, the way the school was set to look mm. uh, the school compound oh. Mm-hmm. The school was day school, mm-hmm. but uh, the school had a, 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 a separate house, mm. big house which they bought mm. in a residential area. Mm. It's like ten bedrooms. Mm-hmm. And it was walking distance mm. between the, the school and whatever. So Simin Katembeata ni sa sleeper zangu katembea mpaka kwa hostel nimenyamaza alikuwa jioni tukakapo mm. kuna mali nilikuwa tumeka 
hizi log za mm. minazi mm. kunaita baraza mm. jamaa alikuwa amekaa pale mimi sikuwa join <laughs> kapale kwenye baranda baadaye nasikia uchungu kwenye mguu kumbe ada splinter of wood and gone through wow my foot na dino samani to remove it said that ojali madawa that was the last time i climbed <laughs> you used to do even mango trees and my mango trees are so huge mm. unapanda na branch unaanza uko chini i don't know i grew Remember. up loving climbing trees sasa that's when i started basketball mm. Mm. yeah so i've gone into situation of joining mbaya lakini I, i i take off the panic part yeah, yeah. and i find a solution mm. and in my life i've i've done that Man, i guess you've know? been able to Mm. Uh, I mean like you said you're, you've been able to build a career by finding solutions you know uh, a gift you probably had from when, when you were very young mm-hmm. lastly um, you were there for my 40th birthday party yep. I, I was there for your 62nd to the surprise to the surprise I know <laughs> uh, I feel I feel I feel like a I feel like a toy I feel like a child <laughs> because all my friends are way into their 40s and mm. some into their 50s mm. uh, but i always find that I, i hang out with people much older than me uh, which is which is really cool because i, I guess i've learned a lot from their lives mm. that has has been able to guide mine and so my question for you is if 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 you looked back you know 22 years ago and you were where where i am you know and you had the opportunity to have a conversation with a 40 year old commander what did you tell him why well, not say <clears throat> not to worry about 40 mm. the time meeting 40 a lot of mistake people make is looking at their age and looking at what they should have achieved mm. Mm. to me that's like looking back mm. and anytime you look back you can't move forward mm. 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 Just look at I'm 40. What's what's on my bucket list? Mm. Mm. Apply one by one. Mm. And never look at your age and your bank balance. Mm. Utas, you'll suffer. Taumia. <laughs> mm. mm. Try and do what you can at that particular time. Mm. And one mistake we make in life is working so hard without spending time with ourselves. Mm. Ukisikia mm. kesho nataka kwenda Seychelles and whether you have money or not kuna Mauritius ukisikia kesho utakupeleka watoto sijui wapi jaribu au unataka spend time now do that but don't don't don't, don't set a target uh, by 50 i should have bought like five houses mm. yes you can maybe you're lucky it doesn't know mm. like at the end of the day are you happy mm. no because too much pressure happiness is not yeah. things it's, it's not things yeah. so on, so on, so don't base property versus happiness mm. most important thing are you am i in good health mm. am i taking care of myself am i in a sound mind mm. yeah can i think straight you know and 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 then you tell god thank you for 40 years mm. you know that's, that's 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 what you do and I, uh, probably that in in a short <laughs> form okay. well I'll, that's I'll what take I it tell you yeah mm. take it and take challenges in life because they're there they will come your way mm. yeah it's how, like like you say you find yourself spending more time with people older than you mm. <clears throat> i don't know it's something in me it's there it's the opposite mm. 
perfect example, the day before yesterday, I found this 16-year-old on the, on the basketball court. Mm. And uh, we tried something with him. Mm. And he kept asking me, have you played balls? You know, you play like, mm. I used to play a long time ago. Mm. I was not that mm. good. Mm. And he's trying to do something with you. So I asked him, where, where did you learn basketball? Are you playing in a school or anything? Mm. How old are you? He said, I'm 16. And very strange, you told me he's learning basketball from YouTube. Wow. <laughs> to me, he doesn't belong to any team. He doesn't belong to any school. And I can see, and I told him, mm. you have a future. Mm. Mm. Keep doing it. Don't pick bad habits mm. of, on the basketball court, because we have that. Mm. And he was, he's also very close to my height at 16, mm. and I also met him yesterday. To me, it's the opposite. I relate to young people. Mm. I can work with mm. them. Mm. Yesterday, I had like, like three young guys, mm. kids learning to play basketball, and, they, and I could tell them, okay, this is what you do. Mm. I tend to mix also to the young, with the younger generation yeah. and yeah. helping them out where I can. So it works. You two, you towards the older, yeah. I go towards yeah. the younger ones. And maybe, maybe it will, it will flip for me sometime. Mm. I know you have yeah. a game to watch, but I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for for many things. Uh, mm. First, thank you for being a cool uncle. Mm. That, that was, I mean, yeah, you gave me some excitement. Some grace, yeah, cool. yeah. Cool. yeah. But I don't, I don't use color. I don't use color. I told you I can't, I can't go to a club with you. There's no, I have, I'll have no chance of picking up a chick with you. <laughs> I don't club, bruh. Take me to a nice jazz thingy. Yeah. We'll sit down. I know, I know. We'll share moments. We'll go. But either way, there's mm. no way I'm going to a place I would have potentially gotten a date. Uh, not, not with you around. Thank you, thank you for. Picking me up when I was a kid in Akuru that day <laughs> on in the 504 with yeah. Coach. Hey, Coach, the, the Matatu driver. The Matatu you know, driver. he was a Matatu driver. I know, I know, Yo. I know. He's a Matatu driver. <laughs> <laughs> the other day we were sharing the way he stepped on that 504. I'm like, Yo. and I'm the one who had the car. Yeah. And I'm like, Yo, I'm supposed to sell this car. And the way this guy is driving. It might not I... make it, you know? But th <laughs> thanks so much. Um, yeah. But more importantly, the last, I mean, the last couple of weeks and. Mm. That that has been. I mean, I guess from last year, but mm. but more, more so this time that we've been here together. Yeah, um, has been very rich and fulfilling for me. It's good um, and you know, uh, let me say this to you, Uncle Kamande. Um, my life has not been easy either. Mm, um, I know. You shared some bit of I've gone through yeah. my own troubles, both mm. you know, marriage. Mm. Uh, Financially, mm. closing the business, mm. uh, mental health, going going into depression, and and what I found um, is that if if we if we lean into it, mm. um, our pain can find purpose. True, mm. and and for me, this is this this right here that we're doing this podcast is is evidence mm. of my pain finding purpose mm. being able to use that uh, you know that that i went through mm. to create a safe space for people like you and me men mm. to just talk as brothers i was sharing sorry to, to, to mm. okay. you i was sharing someone a few days ago it's mm. not how you start mm. it's how you finish it's how you finish it's yes. true yeah it's how you finish and and, and so i want to tell you man that i i think you're right about the life just beginning even for you and 
I'm very confident that in the next chapter of your life there's going to be a lot of significant stuff that you'll do. Mm. Um and a lot of it will come from the fact that you've been able to go through these experiences mm. and use them for the benefit of others. And today today you have. So thank you. Asante. Karibu. Wapi lunch? Uh, thank you very much as you travel back to say yeah. I look forward to I, I'll, I'll come I'll come visit I look yeah. forward to through, seeing your new business Kudia, uh, I'm very excited about that mm, I got I got a note yesterday from my partner said look mm. uh, something came up mm. something very good news I can't share with you yeah. on the phone you have to come and tell you face to face so that's something I'm looking forward to All right mm. and I'm yeah. looking forward to more good news <laughs> ah yes travel safe man thank you <laughs> <laughs>